Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is the Brooks and Raymer podcast. What the fuck, Paul? What? What the fuck? What are you doing? What are you even? Uh, I was trying to just trying to do, do the the intro, but you. There's no boys and girls. We boys and girls don't listen. To I, this. There's probably not boys and girls listening. Probably okay, not. We'll, we know. We'll cut, we'll cut all this out. So listen just, to this. If there are boys and girls listening, stop. Don't listen to us. We're adults <laughs> it, it, discussing it, it, it adult things. As explicit, and we do say adult things in here. That's yeah, true. Yeah, we have adult yeah. feelings and emotions and <laughs> urges. And I'm currently drinking an adult beverage. If you're a boy or a girl listening to this, go watch Nickelodeon. I, yeah, don't. so. You know, I'm, right. let's Just, go, let's get into right. what are we drinking? What you got no, over there? No, we you can't get into the second part until you do the first part. What's the first part? The good the afternoon, intro? ladies and gentlemen. This is the Brooks oh. podcast with your hosts Paul Raymer and Brian Brooks. I'd like to uh, deliver to you a satisfactory introduction, uh, something that uh, which my peers and co-hosts seem to be incapable of on a weekly basis. <laughs> Paul, how are you doing? I, I'm doing much better. Thank you, Brian. Good. Much better since you got a satisfactory introduction. Yeah. Yeah, we'll cut off. Nobody will hear the other stuff. Don't worry. Okay, good. That That's uh, sufficient for me. I, I think I can abide with that. Okay. Do you abide so, with or do you abide by? I think you abide by. You abide yeah, by. Yeah. Not with. All right. Chalk up my first error. How okay. many errors do you think there are stat we'll have, positions out we'll, there keeping track of errors per minute that we make on the podcast? We'll have the editor just edit that. Out. Hey, Johnny, just take a note there. Minute 130. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote it down with a pencil. He's got a little notepad. All so right, we're, did we're good. we hire Johnny Lawrence, the one-time villain of Cobra Kai? <laughs> no. But he I think he's still the villain. He's the, there's like a, a TV show now. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm, yeah, as a matter of lead-in, Miranda and I are watching the Cobra Kai. Oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah. I have not watched it, no. It, uh, it's both nostalgic and entirely predictable in a way that uh, is mildly uh, pleasing. <laughs> mildly pleasing. Yeah. I, is yeah. it based in like 2020 or is it? Yeah, no, it's, in... it's based in okay. you know, modern times. Yeah. So okay. it's basically what's, what's Johnny Lawrence today. Uh, but you will be so proud of yourself every time you predict what's about to happen in the show. Oh, it's, it's that predictable, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's got some kid actors, which I'm, I'm, one hundred percent certain graduated from Disney University. Uh, probably went up through the ranks, you know, like started at the ten a.m. Right, they started old level, and then they went Mickey to Mickey Mouse songs, and then yeah, they went to three p.m., which is like a precursor to what becomes Saved by the Bell actors, and now they're on to like the seven p.m. They probably have a Disney song, right? Like yeah. on the Disney Channel where they sing. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it. I I kind of hate myself that I hate watch it a little bit. It's like self-loathing. <laughs> I feel like that's that way with a lot of TV shows, though, right? Like, yeah. If, if once you start binging, you're like, mm, I don't feel great about myself, but I'm going to watch this. Yeah, no, no, the characters are not tremendous. And I hate uh, Danny LaRusso, actually. He's he's not a villain, but he's the character is so simple and, and black and white and one-sided and, and non-complex in a way that does not match reality in the world. What's weird, isn't it a Netflix show? Like, usually Netflix has yeah. more depth. I that, think yeah, know. it's a Netflix. Uh, Danny Larusso has like this weird dad haircut that just makes me want to scream. Like, what are you even doing, man? Like, you you live your and world. If that's coming from you. Like, that's saying a lot. I don't have a dad haircut. No, no, you don't. But like, I don't think you judge other men's hair very much. Like, that's a. Oh uh, yeah, thing. you're right. No, well, I'm judging the character. Yeah. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Okay. 
So, so, so let's say now that we've done the proper introduction, what yeah. are you drinking over there, Brian? I'm I know it's probably something crazy. Sazerac. No, Sazerac. It's it's the it's the home base. Okay. Although I did, I think in previous podcasts I mentioned uh, a purchase of a bottle of Whistle Pig. Yeah. Uh, which which I'm, is uh, now, expensive, if I remember. Very moderately, you know, it's not. Have you? To, are you out of the Whistle Pig? I am now. Yeah. Well, I will be here in about ten minutes. It's on its last leg. So, so what you're telling me is you did not save it for company to impress, as you had stated. Well, I think it lasted uh, probably a good four months. I mean, how did you impress you anybody? Yeah, yeah, a few people Who did came you over and still continuing with the you know pandemic, so limiting the uh, right the house right. guests. But yeah, okay. But in that time though, I I will say I've gone through probably two uh, 1.75 liter uh, bottles of bourbon, bullet bourbon rye. I okay. guess a, a rye is a whiskey and not a bullet a bourbon, but in any case, uh, your boy's still yeah. doing work. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Now, now, is it like a post work thing, or is it days off? Like, what's what's your your primarily typical? days off? Yeah. Okay. Or that's, when you get smart. home from work. Yeah. Drinking before work not always the best decision. No, which, in fact, in fact, I'm legally I'm, barred. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I I I'm just having I've got an iced coffee that I made, and then I put um put some Baileys in here because I, I have to leave for work in like an hour. Fair so I'm enough. trying to be trying to be a little responsible. Somebody from my work may listen to this. Yeah, I will be completely sober by the time I get there, so don't. Yeah, I, don't question it. So it's fine. I'm pretty certain that no person over the age of 13 has gotten drunk off just Bailey's. No, you're you're right, but I, I'm that's more of a statement so that you know when uh, I get called into the office, like I've I've put it out there. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? It it so, does. Yeah. I'm not I even. Gotta, it, I'm not even really it, sure that Bailey's has alcohol in it. Have you seen like the commercials for like uh alcoholless like bud light or something yeah i'm like i don't i don't get that nobody's according, drinking bud light like this stuff's delicious i need to have this yeah even according when to every single alcohol commercial i've ever seen in my life no one under the age of 25 or over the age of 29 ever drinks alcohol and they only do it in hip bars where there's other attractive <laughs> people that is that's, where according to advertisement marketing that yeah. is the entirety of alcohol drunk by attractive, young-ish aged people in hip cool settings. Do you think that people are going to bars and ordering the the alcoholless, alcohol-free Bud Light and thinking they're tricking <laughs> people? Like they're just they're like covering their hand over the you know zero percent alcohol and they're like, yeah, yeah guys, oh, yeah, <laughs> just pardon it up. You know, they crush like seven of them and everybody's yeah. like, oh, this guy's so cool. I like the idea of some like a uh, hot twenty-six-year-old person. Uh, going to like a rager on Saturday night and there's awesome like rock music or something going on. And they just walk up. Hi, can I have a Bailey's on the rocks? It's like, <laughs> it's like eight 45. Bailey's on the rocks. Yeah. Or they Three say fingers, Bailey's. Please. Yeah. They say Bailey's and the bartender's like, you want that neater on the rocks, sir? <laughs> <laughs> In what on world does that happen? It probably yeah. does happen. I'm probably stereotyping. Somebody's ordered a Bailey's straight somewhere. Yeah, but I just like yeah. to imagine uh, it's like Rumpelman, like people... dude with a six pack or some hot chick with yeah. a sports skirt. And like, I want Bailey's. Oh, would you like that neater on the rocks? <laughs> what if they said neat? What if you just wanted what if you neat? Neat, <laughs> slightly warm, please. Yeah. <laughs> Can we? <laughs> all right, all right. So I respect your your iced coffee with the the minor okay. edition. Thank uh, you. Also, so we're both uh, occasional night shift workers. You more so than me. Uh, yeah. How much do you enjoy getting home from work at, let's say, 5 a.m. 
and uh, and pouring yourself a stiff like three finger bourbon with just uh, a splash of Dr Pepper. So so our experience is like I mean I do drink after work, but it's not uh, it's not like a casual three. It's like I'm getting fucked up. Did I just describe so. a casual drink? I said a stiff three. Okay, it's stiff. Okay, that's fair. But no, so, so, sometimes you get home from work and you're just aggravated. You know what I mean? I do. No one. And, and yeah. you, you need to forget it. So that's <laughs> that happens occasionally. Through chemical or otherwise. No. Yeah. What, no, I'm just saying. I particularly enjoy getting home and it's like six fifteen. You see other people going into work or uh, whatever the case, and. Uh, and I'm pouring my second bourbon drink. I, I think that's a ritual that uh, night, like only that. night shift workers can really understand. Yeah, most people. Yeah, for me, the only thing that's open is McDonald's now. McDonald's or Denny's. Um, mm. And so, like, I can't even go to eat after work somewhere because they're like, well, do I want another, you know. Yeah, Grand Sandwich. McMuffin or whatever. Yeah, so. Yeah. The Denny's breakfasts are they're pretty good. Although. See, but I, I haven't been, uh, like, when we go to Denny's, I, do, I don't eat the breakfast. I'll get, like, a hamburger. And they're not the best. They're like below average, but you're like, I don't, yeah. I don't really want. Well, it's pancakes. five a.m. Yeah. What do you expect? No, I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So our Denny's doesn't open till six. So I, we get off and, <laughs> and sit in the fucking Denny's parking lot, waiting for it to open. <laughs> this sounds like a teenager move. Like I think I did. It's, that no, it's, I it's nothing opens until six. So we we get off and we just hang out in the parking lot. Oh. Wait. Like you see the lights turn on and you're like, oh, can we go in? And then, uh, yeah. So it's it's a bunch of like people that just got off work, and then like sixty five year old people, yeah, like, like on their own, you know, yeah, I, <laughs> who most likely had breakfast the night before and are waking up at five a.m. for their breakfast for their lunch. Yeah, it's there, but they get the you know the senior discount, so it's like four dollars for their whole meal. Yeah, not that they order anything more than like black coffee and hash browns. They just want the newspaper. Yeah, they just... You got the newspaper? Like, wait, we've got your phone. They're probably reading like the free uh, advertisements edition that they just put out for everything. Yeah, the local one. Yeah. Yeah, like they're going to buy that 98 Pontiac DeVille. (laughs) Do you think they still advertise those? You remember they used to have like car, like flyers where it would be used cars? Yeah, yeah. You remember that? Yeah. I, I feel like that's not a thing anymore. Nah, it's all online, which is fine. Yeah. That's okay. No, it's easier. Yeah. All right, let's so, do updates. What have you? Yeah, been we've been we've been talking. So, Brian, your your wedding is officially on. It's June twenty first. Is that right? June twentieth. Yeah. Twentieth. Okay. I, I didn't I, mean to announce that to the world. Like, don't yeah. show up for Brian's wedding on June twentieth. That's but, fine. If you show up, yeah. bring a present. I I would uh, counterman. Well, not counterman. I would say that it's been official for about a year now. No. Okay. Uh, I I, did, I I knew that, but I mean, I got an invitation. To me, that's I, like okay now. We, we, uh, and again, I hate to parse. Uh, you got to save the date. I haven't gotten the invitation yet. Well, I mean, you are invited. I, I'll kind of. <laughs> so no, just to be clear here, you're giving me a hard time that your wedding has been scheduled forever, and you haven't even sent the actual invitations out, and it's in four months, five months. But yeah, it's February. We're following an established timeline. Okay, it, it is. Questions. Are you sure? I mean, maybe I don't remember, but yeah, so I got to save the date. Okay. Yeah. I did. I actually put in for vacation for those days. All right. So it's saved. But I haven't bought a hotel yet, which I guess I should do. Dave Dave messaged me like, <laughs> where are you staying? Did well, I ever know, tell you? There's a predetermined hotel. I know. I, I need to yeah. I need to get take care of that. It's so, actually pretty nice. Yeah. I don't trust Dave Lynch as far as I could fucking throw him. 
for hotels because <laughs> even less than me. <laughs> yeah, no, even less than you. So when, when I got out of the Navy, um, my sister and I went to um, Columbus for New Year's to hang out with Dave. <laughs> and and I still remember this. He uh, he was like, "All right, I'm staying at this hotel. This is where we're staying. Get a room here." And I was like, "Cool." And I like took a picture or whatever of the hotel address because I didn't know Columbus. And I'm like, "Yeah, this is the one." And he's like, "Yep, that's the one." Yep. And I said, yep. "Okay, you there." Booked a room. We drive to that hotel. And I call him. I'm like, "All right, man, we're in room, you know, seven hundred. Where are you at? We'll come meet you." And he's like, "We're in room." 400 or whatever. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so we walked down to room 400, knock on the door, no answer. My sister and I, she's never met Dave yet. Yeah. No, no fucking answer. So I call him. I'm like, dude, we're at door 400. Where are you? He's like, I've just opened my door. There's nobody <laughs> out here. I'm like, Dave, where the fuck are you? And so he, he like sends me the address of his place again. And it's a different hotel. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like, we're, we're at completely different hotels. We're supposed to be going out that night. So we have to fucking drive 20 minutes across Columbus to his hotel. I like, I imagine that you're like Terry Benedict and you look down at the carpet and you're like, I'm looking at green carpet. And Dave looks down, I'm looking at red carpet. <laughs> yeah. Son of a bitch, we're in different hotels. It was so confusing. Swap the hotels on us. Yeah. I'm knocking on 400. I'm at 400. You're not here. Fuck you are, man. I'm at 400. Yeah. 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 Well, so. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm, he's messaged me about his hotel accommodations. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna go off of Dave. So I'm gonna need some official invitation hotel stuff. You know. All right. Well, the back of the save the date has the website. The website has the hotel. I, I know. I, I know that. I haven't gone to the website yet. I haven't. There's a message. There's a pattern and a so, path. Yeah. Follow. So yeah. this this goes into we were you know briefly talking, but like you're wanting to maybe maybe push back the the bachelor party just because of covid is that the that's the feeling i'm getting uh yeah i didn't mean to throw, call you out there but no, I, no, I think i, I think I that's not a cool. terrible idea but i don't feel called know. out it's uh primarily it's my schedule is very busy i'm continuing to do the primarily online mba program and work and we have an outage that comes up in uh, march and april and it's just and like the bitch, man yeah. and no I, I feel you trying to get people to travel and feel comfortable doing that and not feeling like I'm taking unnecessary risks. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm certainly open to some ideas, uh, but it, it's going to be a little rough. So yeah, I think maybe I'm, my instinct is to think that maybe there's some weekend in the fall when the world has returned to some degree of normality and we can find a chiefs game somewhere in some city and, and uh, play some golf. I, you know, like I, I did enjoy, like, I do think if, if they played Arizona, like I enjoyed Phoenix, that was pretty fun. Yeah, Phoenix was fun. Phoenix yeah. was fun. I feel like we could see it maybe go to a city where the Chiefs are and go hang out at a, a, some city we haven't been to. That might be fun. Yeah, that could be that could be awesome. I mean, so there's, that, there's options out there, but yeah. uh, we're going to have to I mean, so that, they'll be, what, the two-time Super Bowl champions by then, right? Yeah, so, so speaking of the Chiefs, I guess we should bring that, it up. That segues right in perfectly. Good so, job. Yeah, we, we're smooth operators. So let's, let me ask you a, a prefacing question. Um, should we use the term Super Bowl? Because I, I fear that we're setting ourselves up for uh, lawsuits from the NFL. You know, how, right? You're not allowed to, it's the big game. It's the big game. It's yeah, the big game. Well, you know what? I hope that we get a, a cease and desist letter <laughs> from the NFL. So I'm going to keep saying Super Bowl and, and dare their lawyers. Bring yeah, it. 
I think there's yeah. a specific rules about using the term Super Bowl for advertising purposes. Yeah. Uh, and I don't I don't know if we're advertising though. We're not getting any money from this. So no, we're on well, you like know, 16 of a podcast. So if you're that's, here, that's all the government in. needs to know. No money. Yeah. So Yeah. Well, yet, I mean, I think we can hold out our hopes for an or an advertising. Maybe, maybe. Off. Yeah. Um so so maybe it'll be obviously if if anybody maybe whistle pig we've we've definitely yeah. said whistle pig and bailey's a lot today <laughs> that's true <laughs> although i don't think anyone listening to this would come away with the idea that you and i are are advertising for bailey's i think we've made no. fun of it but yeah. <laughs> what if they just sent it like a, a nice gift box to me yeah. and it, it it said must drink on the rocks it's just like, <laughs> it's like ice cube mold algorithm listening for the word bailey's without context yeah, I just said, well, this podcast said Bailey's about fourteen yeah, times. Must, uh, we must uh, need get to a lot of traction. Get a lot of traction on that the podcast. Yeah. Get them on the up. Get them on the up. So you're going to watch the Super Bowl this Sunday night. So, so here's here's what's going on. So again, I'm going to reveal stuff about work, but um, my boss is taking the day off, so I'm I'm covering for him, mm. um, which means I don't necessarily get to watch it, but I'm going to attempt to watch it while running. The warehouse so we'll see how that goes is this I, I will be tuned in at a minimum on my computer so is this the first opportunity that you've had to uh are, are you like big man on campus this night are you like yeah yeah so like I, i've done it um with him there but i've i have not done it you know sans where i'm the the highest one so all right so this will be the first shift this will be the first shift yes so like i do have a a, a fair amount of responsibility i can't just you know fuck off yeah. and watch watch the chiefs obliterate the the buccaneers so yeah but i'm gonna try <laughs> sounds like you're taking this uh range of responsibility all too seriously i feel a lot of responsibility you know towards you and the chiefs but yeah. to, towards my my you know job that pays me money also i i fear or i i think you should take this opportunity not only to completely tune out from work and watch the the super bowl but also when the super bowl is done then take the next in like three hours and just do college work <laughs> just, just just completely just, how, how did the night go uh i got a lot done it was a really yeah, first, very first accomplished got very productive for me <laughs> got all my met all my deadlines for the college stuff how the warehouse do it didn't burn down no it's it's still here people nobody died we're good you want to um, probably make sure that's a true statement that it both didn't burn. That's out. true. I need to double check with you know. Well, there was Gary in accounting. He had a he had an incident, so he's he, no he, with he, heart heart attack. But you know, yeah. we we couldn't stop that. But I mean, to be fair, it was a pretty amazing play that Tyreek Hill made, and and that was the direct cause. He was not ready for that catch. So so did you see the the, the like Miami guy call or was it the Bucks? Some wide receiver challenged Tyreek Hill to it mm. like a forty. Scotty yeah. something. Yeah, and to the I think to the season he's got like the guy that called him out. Uh, he's got like three hundred yards receiving on the year. Yeah, I mean yeah. I'm sure he's some fast guy, but yeah, he feels pretty fucking fast. So yeah, you know what? I think to become a professional athlete on that level, you've got to have just an absurd amount of self confidence. And so yeah. when one of these guys says something like that, uh, I it, it's just whatever. It's a little bit fun, maybe a little tongue in cheek, but you know, I think he needs these guys need to tell them. Well, I shouldn't say guys because it's, you know, obviously there's male and female professional athletes. They need to tell themselves this kind of thing to to understand that yes, I can accomplish what I'm trying to do. 
So that, that right. doesn't get me, and I would be surprised if it gets. I mean, it's not the first time somebody like somebody has challenged somebody else to a race in the NFL. So. Oh God, no! I mean, Tyreek Hill, especially and specifically Tyreek Hill, gets called out on like a weekly basis by the opposing team's fastest receiver. Weekly, some receiver will say, "Oh yeah, I could be Tyreek Hill," and hell, maybe some of them can. But you know, yeah, I think it's hard because he's shifty, which is hard to like. He's, it, you can't put that into a forty-yard dash term. You know what I yeah. mean? Now he may, hell, I don't know if he is the, you know, he's got that label fastest receiver in the NFL and hell, it might be true. I don't know, but he, you know, he came in the NFL as a running back. I didn't, but that doesn't surprise me because he's pretty short. So yeah, he, and he, and he's actually kind of thick and cut up, uh, but yeah, he came in as a running back in his first year, the chiefs put him at wide receiver, but he was still learning position. So he made the pro Bowl as a return specialist. And, uh, and he got called out quite a bit by uh, that Jaguars cornerback who went to the Rams. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey, yeah. Jalen Ramsey said, well, yeah, he's pretty good for a return specialist. And that, that was like, you know, what, four, three or four, five years ago. And uh, Tyreek Hill still talks about him, about how he says, yeah, I'm doing pretty good for a return specialist. Uh, but obviously, <laughs> he is, uh, he's learned. His career has been somewhat more successful than Jalen Ramsey's. So. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Jalen Ramsey, like, probably top three cornerback in the NFL. Yeah, but. Being the yeah. top wide receiver and winning a Super Bowl that like, gets you the leg leg up. Do you so. think Tyreek Hill's the top? Uh, okay, no, he's not the top, but he is okay. one of the top. So. Yeah, I put him in the top ten, easy, perhaps top yeah. five. Yeah, yeah. So there's a prop bet for Tyreek Hill. There's a prop bet for his receiving yards. Okay, what is it? Ninety three and a half. That's the over under for Tyreek Hill receiving yards. I think he'll get over that. Do you remember what he had in the first quarter in Week Twelve against the Buccaneers? No, no, I don't. At two hundred and three yards receiving in the first quarter. So I think I think it's going to go two ways. So I don't think you know the Bucks are like the Patriots where they take away your your best, you know. Yeah. But I I could see them being like we are not letting Tyreek Hill beat us, and they double him everywhere, and you know Kelsey and and some of the other people, Jimmy Watkins and Demarcus. So, yeah, Robinson. go yeah. go crazy, go nuts, but but. Uh, Tyreek has like 50 yards in the first half or something. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I, I could see that happening for sure. Yeah, I, it wouldn't shock me. That happens in some games. The Chiefs, I think, better so than most other teams, are are able to go from player to player week to week uh, and emphasize Tyreek Hill one week and and running the ball. If you remember, they, they played the Buffalo Bills in like week six or something. And Mahomes passed for barely over 200 yards, but they rushed for like a buck 85. Yeah. Just because the Bills only put six players in the box every single play. And, that, and that's that's what you do when there's six players in the box, then, then you run it. And so they ran for like 185, and that was uh, Edwards Hilaire's best game. And yeah. And then is that guy going to be healthy? Yeah. Yeah, they say he is, even though Le'Veon Bell is probably pretty limited. Uh, but even so, they're third running. I think Edwards Belair is better than Le'Veon Bell at this point. So uh, At this point, I think he is for the Chiefs, and he just knows the offense better and understands. Yeah. And then Chiefs' third uh, running back, Daryl Williams, is also uh, not talented or not untalented. Not, um, but in any case, if the Bill or the Bucks do try and take away Tyreek Hill, the Chiefs have other answers. And so, yeah. So, All right, so, so let's look at let's look at just so you know the over under or not the over under, but the the Chiefs are favored uh, three and by, a half. Well, it's it's I don't three know. I never understand this. Yeah, it's one seventy five favorites basically. Four to they're they're definitely the favorites. They're four to seven odds, and the Bucks. Oh, you got are, four to seven. I found three to three and a half. Oh, okay, I've oh. got 
four to seven, and then the Bucks are three to two. So the the Chiefs are clearly favored. Oh, oh, oh! You're saying the odd ratio four to seven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you meant points. Okay. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't know what the actual points is, but three and a half is that what you're saying? Yeah, three to three and a half, depending on the your your location of choice. Um, the over under is uh, 56 and a half. So basically Vegas is saying the Chiefs will win roughly 30 to 27. I, I could see that. I mean, yeah, I, I, mean that's... I think that both of the offenses are good, but I, I don't think the Chiefs this year are a prolific offense. Like they're good. Don't get me wrong, but they're yeah. not going to, they're not guaranteed to put up 50. You know, no, no. So. And in truth, uh, if you look back in the last four seasons of, of Chiefs offense, go even including the Alex Smith uh, 2017, the Chiefs' best offense was 2018 when they had Kareem Hunt and Pat Mahomes. Uh, that was the tip top of what they were able to achieve, and uh, with Kareem Hunt uh, in there on his uh, rookie contract. Yeah, he was still like a stu- I mean, a stud running back then. So oh no, he well he still is I think a stud running back and. Well, yeah, but he's in a two-back system in Cleveland now, so it's like you, you don't know. Yeah, but uh, a lot of there's been a lot of speculation. You go back to 2018, if uh, Cream Hunt had not, uh, well, had been honest with the team. Well, first of all, had not gotten to an altercation and kicked a woman, and second of all, been honest with the team about it. Uh, maybe he stick around, and then you know maybe D Ford doesn't line up offsides on a play in which we intercept Tom Brady. Uh, in yeah. any case, you know there's some strong correlation evidence that uh, the chiefs could be going for a three peat this year instead of a two peat, but whatever. Yeah, there's all that stuff. Like there's a lot of what ifs in the NFL that yeah. I mean, they always say like, you know, the Patriots lucked into like four of their super Bowls, And it's like, actually uh, most champions at one point luck into not having to play the best team or somebody yeah. or, or yeah. whatever it happens frequently. So I, I agree with you. I mean, the Patriots ran like a 15 year streak where they had no significant challenges in the AFC East. Yeah, exactly. Now, you could also say that's not without luck. That's primarily due to them being so dominant. Yeah, but it's weird. Like, this year, the Bills are finally, like, really good. And then, of course, the Patriots don't have Tom Brady, and they suck. But Well, they also missed out on, what, how many, like, at least six or eight players that skipped the season due to COVID? And a lot yeah, of no, I think there was more there. But... I so, think the Patriots led the league in players who skipped the year because of COVID. I wanted to get into the just while we're talking about the, the matchup. So it is, the Super Bowl is in Tampa Bay, right? Yep. Now, do we know how many fans there is? It it's not full capacity, right? Yeah, it's like twenty two thousand. Twenty two. Okay, so like yeah, rough. Yeah, they're letting people in, but the Super Bowl is not a um, a thing where people from the locale are going. Like most right. of that is people buying tickets from far away. So it's not like. There's going to be a over uh, a Bucks crowd in the stadium. Do you know what I mean? Well, I, I agree. Um, what's interesting is obviously it's the Chiefs' second year. So what I'm saying is, if you've got a, a considerable amount of money and you're a hardcore Chiefs fan, you probably spent a lot of money to go to last year's Super Bowl, right? In Miami, non-pandemic. You know, it was in you know what February, and so you know Miami's a great time, or a great place to be in February. What I'm saying is, uh, if you're going to go to one, you probably went to last year's. And so, if you're a big time Chiefs fan who could afford to buy the tickets, well, you probably went last year. So, why do you need to go to two in a row? Yeah. And also, if you're a Chiefs fan, you're probably thinking, ah, oh, this isn't the last time they're here. Too. Uh, you know, yeah. 
Yeah, they're you're I, probably I, thinking that. Whereas if you're a Bucks fan, you're like, how long is this Brady thing gonna last? Like, yeah, I could confess to having some of those, uh, some of the stunts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now, that being said, you know, nothing in life's guaranteed. So if this is the last one that Mahomes makes it to with the Chiefs, you know, maybe he gets injured, we lose Tyreek Hill. Well, there's always. I mean, Kelsey gets old. Like, who knows? Dy- dynasties don't last as long as people think they do. Most. Oh of the God, time. no! Look at the so, Warriors. Yeah, the the Warriors. You thought it was gonna last forever. The Miami Heat. Um, yeah. Warriors. It turns freaking, out it's a four year thing. Yeah, but the Niners when they were good with Kaepernick that lasted like three years. You know. Are you not that that was like a dynasty, but no. Okay, know. good. I'm glad you moved away from. No, that. I'm I'm not. But like they were dominant, <laughs> and it was like a three year dominance. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, so what you, you're, my, my question is do you, for whether or not there's a home field advantage. Yeah. Like, is there an, a, like, obviously in the town, it's going to, they're going to feel like they have more supporters, but going into the game, like at the game, is there a home field advantage? I don't think so. And I know that sounds uh, a little obstinate or naive, but I really don't. And here, there's a few reasons. The chiefs are not going to Tampa until I think it's like Friday. So first of all, it's a departure from the normal Super Bowl craziness. And it's more like a, a typical road game, travel game for them. And if you weren't aware, the Chiefs were undefeated on the road this year. I was Secondly, actually unaware of that, no. Yeah, they, they did not lose a road game this season. And they went to New Orleans. They went to Tampa. You know, they, they went to Buffalo. Um, they, they had some they had some rough road games. Secondly, once they get into Tampa, they're isolated in the hotel. There's no interaction with the populace as a general they're completely located or isolated in the hotel so there there should be little opportunity for any kind of like a local fanfare because they're going to be locked locked in until they go to the stadium on sunday and again they're going to be pretty isolated obviously for protocols and (laughs) third of all uh they are actually on paper this is bullshit but they're the home team meaning (laughs) that tom (laughs) Tom Brady will be in the visitors' locker room. And oh, that's Patrick pretty Mahomes cool. I like that. Actually, so that's even more. That actually puts the Bucks off kilter more. I would think. A little bit, yeah. You know, like they're in the visit. I mean, I, I don't think some of this plays as much into it as, as you think. But you know, just a little bit of discomfort might might do something somewhere. All it takes is the left guard being a, a you know a hair shorter that allows yeah. the sack through. You know, so. I I don't think the physical location of the game in Tampa will affect the outcome of the game. I think whichever team is better will show out. Now I'm not, I think the chiefs will win. I'm, I'm confident, but uh, you know, if Tampa wins this, it's not a shocker. Tom Brady is. No, I, I think the chiefs are rightly favored, but I, I think the bucks, I, I, any NFC team that would have played this, I would also have been like, I could see them winning. Like yeah. if it had been green Bay or, I don't know who else. Maybe, yeah, the Saints or something. Here's an interesting question. Do you think that this year's Tampa Bay Buccaneers provide a stronger or weaker challenge to the than last year's San Francisco 49ers? I would say a, a weaker challenge. Now, it, it's mm. easier in hindsight to say the, the Niners are shit, but, like, their defense was like great last year, and it if you remember, great. their, their running pass game, rush was great last year. Their pass rush, their running game was insane. Like, yeah. yeah, Garoppolo kind of sucked, but he wasn't terrible. But they were running all over people this year. Like nobody's saying the Bucks' defense is awesome. They're good, but like yeah. they're good. But they, I feel like the Bucks. It wouldn't surprise me if they put up three points too. Really? Yeah. Oh, that I, would. I just, 
I don't think that. So I, I know what's his name, um, their head coach. He was the interim head coach for the the Colts for a year. Yeah, got cancer. Um, he was in the, he was in Arizona. Arizona. I can't remember his name, but that guy. <laughs> <clears throat> great podcast. That guy. We'll focus more on the politics later, folks. We'll get away from these. Sports he's not a nuanced offensive guy. So yeah. like he's throwing it up the field a lot. Brady can do that, but. Well, he can't he, throw it 50 yards. He can throw no, it he doesn't have the arm anymore. And, and yeah. um, their offense is not built to be like the dink and dunk offense that like Brady can thrive with a lot of times. You know, you know, Arians likes to say, no risk it, there no it is. risk it. Yeah. Bruce Arians, yeah, exactly. Like there's a reason that what's his name threw 30 interceptions last year. Yeah, I mean, he sucked, Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. But also when you're throwing it downfield that much, like it, you're, you're getting into trouble. Do you remember – uh, last year, the 49ers beat the Packers in the NFC Championship game. They just ran it all over them. Yeah, Kyle Yusef and the all like they have three or four. They had three or four running backs that were great, and George Kittle um, was amazing. I don't think the Packers were all that different from last year to this year. I don't think they made any significant upgrades. I think the wide receiver core was healthier, uh, and there was a hell of a lot closer game in the NFC Championship game. Um, I it's an interesting question. I think that the last year's 49ers and this year's Bucks are different teams. I think. Last year's 49ers had a much stronger defense and pass rush, but their offense was more limited. And this year's Buccaneers, they, they're passing offense. I mean, they've got some amazing wide receivers. Yeah, I mean, their skill so, players are insane. So Yeah, there's a reason that Tom Brady picked them. Yep. But, so it, it's just they're different. It's tough, tough to compare because they're good in different ways. So what are your thoughts on Mahomes versus Brady? Is it – I mean, obviously it's not – they're not playing each other. That's why I always think the quarterback comparisons are, are kind of not fair because it's not like basketball yeah. where they guard each other. But yeah, on the same hand, I think that there's a, a – I think Mahomes is going to be good. At a minimum, he's going to be good. I could see – like I said, I could see Brady just struggling, get sacked a couple times, throw an interception. Yeah. I, did, I you just, watch, did you watch the NFC Championship game? I watched uh, the, the re- replay thing where they show all the – yeah, you know what was was weird is you watched Tom Brady in the first half, and he looked looked amazing. He like I remember the first his first completion it was like a third and ten, and he thought, "Wow, the the Packers are really going to hand it to him." And then he just drops a perfect drop over the shoulder for like a thirty eight yard gain. And it was just like you know it was one of those where he kind of throws a big arc, so he lets the ball go, and the receiver still has to run like fifteen yards. And it could not have been more perfectly placed. Like, I don't even know how you do that with trigonometry on a page. Like, and then he goes from that where he makes just the perfect pass. And in the end where they were blitzing him and he just throws up ducks and they, they weren't even difficult interceptions, two or three of them uh, where it was just like, what are you doing? And yeah. so he, he has times where he's still the old Tom. And you think to yourself like, oh, Jesus Christ, how do you beat that? And then there are times where, you know, he gets a, a blitzer in his face and you see a 44-year-old man who reminds you why there's an age limit. And uh, and so he, my point is just that he's a little inconsistent now. He's still moments where he's the, the Tom Brady that you and I remember from when we were teenagers. But uh, it's just – it's going to be a weird game. It, yeah. I, could, that goes. I think – like Brady wouldn't surprise me anyway. I I don't think he's going to have a great game though. That I will say that. So 
I think the Chiefs defense is, is sneaky better than people realize. And uh, I think I've got some faith in their defensive coordinator, Spagnolo, and their pass rush. And, uh, yeah, I think that the Chiefs defense will step up. Um, but and like, I feel like Tyron Matthews is going to come up with something crazy, too. Like, that guy's yep. he's a gamer, you know. Oh, Chris Jones, uh, a yep. lot of them. Yeah, it's, it's going to be people who don't know Chris Jones will know Chris Jones after this game. And if you still don't know who Chris, Chris Jones is, then you're really just not paying attention. I mean, he, he got a lot of coverage last year, too. It's, he got paid this year, too. He was yeah. one of those. The Chiefs, we, we don't talk about it enough. The Chiefs offseason last year after the Super Bowl, where they re-signed to long-term deals, all of their stars was just I, – I every single week, they were re-signing some big-name player to some long-term deal with no signing bonus. So it didn't significantly impact this season's salary cap. Like I don't how they did that probably does not get enough attention nationally. But whatever. well, it's it's I think it's one of those. It's easy to convince people to stay on the Chiefs right now. That's true. So yeah, it's it's like how the Patriots got a lot of people. Like it's it's easy to convince somebody yeah. to stay on a team that they think is going to a Super Bowl. Yeah, I'll say I think this is the last game with Sammy Watkins as a Kansas City Chief. I think as a well, I'll speak as a fan base because obviously I don't know what's said inside the building. But the fan base is over Sammy Watkins. I mean, he was a Bills receiver too, right? Wasn't he on the Bills first? For like two or three years, and then he yeah, spent Sammy one Watkins season. is forever the man. He looks so good, but he's not like he's he's that guy. Where I, he, yeah, he's got I, he's, all the, the tools, but he's got all the tools to be a number one wide receiver, but he's he's not. First of all, he's always injured, and second of all, even when he's out there, he's well, he's just not as good as Tyreek Hill because. Not many are. Uh, so he's second in opportunities to Hill. He's second in opportunities to Kelsey. And so there's just not that many opportunities left. And then he's hurt half the time. And so he's never had more. I swear to God, I don't think he's had more than 40 receptions as a Kansas City Chief. And when you have the tools to be a number one receiver, and you're never getting more than 40 catches. Yeah, but piss people off. a lot to, to Kelsey and Tyreek, like to be fair. Yeah, yeah, and that's the nature of being the Chiefs' third yeah. best receiver. But I, I, I think you could easily get somebody in there for cheaper than he's going to want. Yeah, and and yeah. be pretty good. So I'm, I'm ready for Sammy Watkins to move on. That's that's not going to break my heart whatsoever. You could draft a wide receiver in like the the second round and replace Sammy Watkins. So. Yeah, I, I think the Chiefs. Well, so here's an interesting question. You know, he was obviously at Texas Tech where he was at a talent deficiency yep. for the team. My point yeah, is Sammy Watkins was was a Clemson Tiger. No, I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes. Sorry. Oh, Pat. Yeah, yeah. My my point really is just that Patrick Mahomes will take subpar receivers and make them look good. Yeah. When he has Kelsey That's the nature Hill, of really good quarterbacks, right? Yeah. So whoever plays third receiver, well, second receiver, third catching option for Patrick Mahomes, uh, yes, they're going to be limited opportunity wise, but if they're moderately talented, then he'll make them shine in their opportunities i gotcha so so we're, we're we're both picking kansas city i'll be watching from the confines of my my work you will be at home Who's i'll be coming? at home uh recreating uh the events of last year um so you'll have probably about Miranda six, and like another couple uh just our friend john yeah who okay. came over last year yep. um you'll be drinking i, I will remember. but not as much as last year because I, I, I you're I pretty think. yeah Oh. Yeah, the next morning was a little rough. <laughs> that okay. night, I, I got, I was, I, I can admit to being inebriated and I got you're gonna, excited. You're going to act like you've been there a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did, 
I had Miranda convinced that I wanted to fly to Kansas City uh, like a day later and go to the the uh, parade. So she went to school the next day telling all of her friends, yeah, Brian wants to go to Kansas City for the parade. I might be off Wednesday. And the next day I completely forgot about it and like was part of a big inspection at work. And she comes home and she says, so are we going to start looking at airline tickets? I'm like, for what? What are you talking about? <laughs> what, what, what are we talking about? Don't you want to go to Kansas City for parade? Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm not sure if I can get off work on Wednesday. <laughs> That's one of those like you're like, let's do it, and then you're like, oh, adult. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it turns out I had to adult. But in that moment on the night of the Super Bowl, when I, my mind was like, how many times is this going to happen? We need to go to Kansas City the parade. And the next day, I was like, what are you talking about? What parade? I. She's in here now. She's giving me the look of. <laughs> I was all excited to go to Kansas City. I thought we were. About to look at airline tickets. And I'm you know, there, there's now. a chance you're going to get drunk and want to go to Kansas City again next week. So, yeah, Miranda's going to ask to tell her version of that story. Oh, okay. And I'm going to ask her to take about a minute so that I can refill my glass. So, so here's Miranda with her version. Hello, Miranda. Uh, we're at 40 minutes. We're doing fine. Hi, Paul. He's refilling his drink. So oh, okay. that, that boat's like another hour for you guys. Okay. Hi, listeners. Hello. So I, I overheard Brian say something about he convinced me that we were going to Kansas City, and that was true. So I assume you're talking about Super Bowl last year. So Brian is wasted, wasted. It's, I don't know what time after the Super Bowl, and he is just happy as a clam. I've never seen him so happy. And he's like, you know what? I'm, I really, I have a serious, and he's slurring, I have a serious request to ask you. And I said, what's that, Brian? And he said, I really, really want to go to the parade. And he is, I'm not kidding, wasted, smash. And I said, are you serious? <laughs> said, no, I don't know if they're ever going to be in the Super Bowl again. This has never happened. Blah, blah, blah. We we need to go. Can you just think about it, please? This is so important to me. And I'm like, <laughs> I had just been sick and out of school for like a week. And I was like, I can't miss any more school, right? So I go into school the next day and I'm telling I'm telling my classes, you know, I'm so sorry I missed all of this time, but my um, boyfriend at the time wants to go to Kansas City for the parade and they're like oh frau you definitely go go to the parade i'm like i just missed all this time they're like we don't care of course they don't care they like, go to the parade i'm like all right so over the course of the day i had literally everybody i told this to supporting me in going to the parade so by they're the like time, hell yeah home. go support your boyfriend yeah exactly and that would be so fun and this is once in a lifetime and i get home and he's like wait i was what are you talking about we're, we're not going to the parade. I'm like, I literally just made all these plans. I'm totally ready. Let's do it. He's like, I, yeah, I don't think I can get off. <laughs> I mean, you know, drunken decision is not always the best decision, right? What, Brian? It felt bad. He's what is he doing back there? I don't know. I hear a lot of clinking and clanging with it. I mean, I, I, I'm getting ready to wrap this podcast up. You Do you want to yeah. wrap it up with me, Miranda? And then he can yeah, come I back. Well, then I'm gonna feel bad. <laughs> no, no, it'll be good. So this was a, an excellent episode of the Brooks and Raymer podcast. We have determined. I'm, I'm excited to listen. Yeah, we, we've we've determined Brian's pick is the Chiefs. Um, just to rehash, he, he yep, he thinks Tyreek Hill is fast. Um, what else? There's a wedding in June. That's I've, ours. I've, that's yours. We we discussed that briefly. Cool. Um, and that's about it. So. Uh, 
I, I appreciate everybody's uh, participation in this podcast. And, and Brian, I guess we'll talk to you at another point. Oh, Brian, Brian just came back, and I don't want to miss the end. But oh, man. Brian, I was trying to end it before you came back. I was trying to end it. I'm, I'm going to pass it over. I feel like he's a, he's a little off guard, caught off guard. One second. Thank you for talking to me, Paul. All right. All right. Bye, Miranda. <laughs> Bye. Thank you, Adi. Thank you, love. Hey, there's there's no parade this year, no matter what. No, that's true. That's a shame. I bet you're still going to try to convince me to go to it anyway. I can't tell the future. I'm not a prognosticator. Even though I so, so I, I was <laughs> I was trying to wrap it up because because sad to say I, I do have to go to work here. Um, I just refilled my drink, bro. I, I know you did, but I I have adult responsibilities, much like you do. I didn't make you refill your drink. Can I at least tell you what it was? What it is? Let's hear it. It's called a Grand Manhattan. What is the difference between a Grand Manhattan and a Manhattan? The Grand Manhattan is three parts, uh, for me, bullet rye. Uh, one part uh, sweet vermouth, which you would typically put in a Manhattan. And then one part Grand Marnier, which makes it a Grand mm. Manhattan. Do you think our listeners listen to you and are impressed or just completely tune out when you start describing your drinks? Hmm. That's a good question. I think it resolves primarily on how much of a narcissist I am. Uh, my answer would be that I don't particularly care. Uh, okay. All right. I, I would wager they tune out because I almost do. And I'm, I'm hosting it with you. I'm that's, like, that's, that's I like black good. out and I'm like, wait, what, what are we one part something? I thought you said you had to go, man. I, I do. I do. So <laughs> <laughs> this was a, a, an excellent podcast. I, I think we need to do it next week post Super Bowl and have a discussion about it. We can discuss my my terrible Sunday as I attempt to work and watch the Super Bowl. Yeah. In the name uh, of a New York Brooklyn based hip hop artist, Mostef. Did did was there more to that? I'm confused. No, his name is Mostef. That's I'm saying. Oh, 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 you're saying most definitely. Yeah. Okay. I thought there was more to that. That was that fell flat on me. Well we're gonna edit that out. Don't worry about it, folks. In the words of Uma Thurman, catch up. All right, that's it. Okay.